Welcome back to the Black Lands Podcast. Family, it's your boy Galen, and I'm here with Dion and Lamar. And today we are going to dive into a few stories that uh, run the gamut of what we cover. We got sports, we got pop culture, and we got a little bit of politics. Uh, the first thing that we're going to talk about is uh, the Astro World Festival catastrophe. Um, then we're going to dive into uh, the infrastructure bill being passed by the House of Representatives. And lastly, we're going to touch on Kyle Beach, uh, the hockey player who uh, was sexually assaulted over 10 years ago. Um, and uh, just check in on that story. So getting us started, let's roll right into Travis Scott's Astro World Festival. Uh, so this story is um, sad. <laughs> That's the <laughs> it's a sad, sad story. Um, so uh, Travis Scott put on uh, a music festival um, this weekend. Uh, and um, there were around 50,000 um, people there uh, at NRG Stadium. And I believe that's where that's the football stadium where the uh, Houston Texans play. So it's a it's a massive um, building. Um, when Travis Scott took the stage. Um, people started crowding the stage um, and kept crowding and kept crowding and kept crowding until um, they took the stage. <laughs> um, so you had uh, people collapsing. Um, in the end, uh, eight people died, uh, ranging in age from uh, 14 to 27. Um, hundreds more were treated for injuries. Um, as young as a 10 year old child was, uh, treated, um, for, uh, injuries. Um, so the, the festival itself was organized by live nation and, uh, of course, Travis Scott, um, there were even, I mean, there were stories of uh, an officer being um, pricked with a needle and then needing to be um, revived using Narcan. Um, so uh, it seems as though, you know, in the midst of the uh, mayhem, uh, folks took advantage of it and um, were doing some nefarious acts. Um, but, um, you know, this, this is just a, uh, uh, sort of a, a, a terrible, uh, outcome to what really should have been, uh, you know, like a, um, joyous or, you know, just a fun event, um, ends up with, uh, eight folks, uh, meeting their untimely demise, um, I'll open it up to, to you guys on this and, uh, you know, hear your initial thoughts. Um, first of all, what happened to COVID? Like, 
for the love of me, like, I understand you want to get out, whatever, but you can't properly social distance at a concert. Maybe a football game, maybe a basketball game, maybe a baseball game, maybe something like that, but a concert? That's the hardest thing to social distance. Two, where the fuck was security? Why they just let them rush the state? Like, why is there nobody controlling the crowd? Like, that was bound to happen. You don't got nobody to be like, hold the fuck up. You're tripping. Now, Travis Scott is part, they want to cancel him so bad. I'm like, you know, his fucking fault. He came out there to do his show. What happened in the crowd? He can't control that. You know what I'm saying? He can't. That's not what he's paid to do. He's paid to get up there and entertain. Mm-hmm. Now they want to counsel him. Like, damn, now he got to apologize. Now, even though he offered to pay for the phone rules and all that other good stuff, now they talking about suing him. I'm like, it's not his fault because people want to be dumb and rush the stage and do all this little stupid stuff that was going on. Like, society is getting to the point I'm starting to be frustrated with it because it's like starting it's like you want to, well I've been frustrated but now it's starting to like I got to start voicing it now because it's like this is the weirdest shit ever you want to cancel the entertainer because the fans don't know how to act yeah like what the fuck that's like that's like you driving and somebody in front of you get in the car crash and they fucking want to sue you because you was behind them. Like, what? I don't got shit to do with that. Now I'm talking about, oh, he canceled, but I ain't nobody talking about canceling Drake or none of them that performed as well. They not say nothing about that. Master P performed earlier that day. Canceling him for that, is, that's kind of crazy, but like, I think the optics of it is what makes it worse. Like, he was standing up, poached above. He could see that, you know, that crowd down there. It looked like he was looking right at him, to be honest. But uh, it's more so the optics of it than anything else. It's not something that I think I think it's going to blow over eventually. But like you said, you hit the nail on the head. We were security, like how they get in like you see videos of them going through a fence it, it, they needed way more security and just why well, I, I don't get the point of why even wanting to do that it's not like you was getting closer to them it was mayhem for the most part but the the other things the bullshit that goes on in concert that you mentioned Galen, them things just go on in concerts all the time yeah. so you yeah. know it, I always thought of a concert to be a wild place, you know, especially those type of concerts. Yeah, that, a festival concert, yeah. Yeah, so... So... Somebody is at fault, though. Somebody's going to well, have to be at and, fault. And that's where the the suing of Travis comes in, because he wasn't just a performer. He was one of the... Um, you know, entities that put the concert on. So you have Live Nation, him, and being that Live Nation um, is a reputable organization that um, has, does literally live concerts. That's their entire um, business model. I'm sure that they have plenty of liability insurance to be able to, um, you know, cover 
these lawsuits that uh, would potentially come. Um, and, you know, I'm sure most of them will be settled outside of court anyway. Speaking about the uh, security, um, the uh, organizer, so there was the original Astral World um, Festival in 2019 that had some crowd issues. Um, so apparently they increased uh, security this year. There's more than 500 event security staff members, 91 armed private security officers, and 76 Houston Police Department officers that were um, there. Um, obviously, that wasn't enough, um, but but they did have. I mean, that's that's not an insignificant amount of um, security. Um, I'm wondering, you know what the um outside of just the, the 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 security staff how the venue was structured um you know where were the barricades and and how that was set up to sort of corral the crowd away from the stage obviously that didn't appear to be um the case um you know <laughs> there's uh there's a lot that went on here. Um, and, you know, like it, it's people, when there's that many people like jamming the stage, it's, you know, people are either trampled to death or they die of asphyxia, Burst. you know, yeah. like, like they just suffocate um, because there's just too many people in a small space. Um, so, you know, I mean, it, it's um, they even have a term for it. It's called crowd crush, <laughs> which is kind of that sucks. Uh, that's a that's a tough way to go. Um, but never lie. you know, uh, you have the uh, I think the most important thing that you mentioned out there, Lamar, was COVID. Um <laughs> You know, but then again, you know, these are mostly young people and, mm -hmm. um, you know, this is the invincible, invincible, um, um, uh, like age range where, you know, they're, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fine if I get COVID. I'm not going to get COVID to begin with. I don't know whether there were any, I mean, it's Houston, so I'm thinking probably not if there were any, um, you know, restrictions as far as being able to show vaccination or uh, negative test status before going into the venue. Um, but Man, that was a courtesy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I doubt it. Um, but, you know, I mean, COVID is still here. COVID still exists, but um, people want to be out, especially, you know, young adults, teenagers, late teens, um, you know, they want to go out, be free, be wild, be young. Um, but, uh, you know, on top of COVID, we have a situation like this. That's just uh, all bad, all bad. I, I know, like, I've been to concerts, man. I've been to my share concerts. Not like a festival one like this, but I mean, for, like, is barricades and security by the barricades? A, which that's is something I was gonna say though, bro. Like, like all, 
I don't know if it's just me, but do motherfuckers not give a damn about barricades no more? Like, do we need a new generation of barricades? Because electrify them motherfuckers. <laughs> no, you gotta put them shit. You gotta put the damn performer in the hell of the cell cage or some shit. Because like, <laughs> somebody's still gonna try to get through. Yeah, but that's when you throw their ass off like they man kind of. Because at the end of the day, it's like. Like, where was the security by the barricades? They'd be like, hell motherfucking no, we need help. This shit is going too crazy. As a performer, you rocking, you see it, but you don't know the danger of it yeah. at that moment because you caught in your moment performing. You know what I'm saying? All you doing is performing, you looking like, man, this shit is crazy. Like, it looked crazy. Like, yeah, they feel I still got to entertain. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you thinking, oh yeah, they rocking with me. They feeling yeah, they this rocking, shit. And the next thing you know, the, the stage woo. come down on your ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, that's the part. Then. So it's like, I don't know, man. Like, ah, this shit is crazy. I, I don't know what was their motive of rushing the stage. Like, you just going to get to him or some shit. Like, I don't But know. he wasn't even on a stage. He was on, like, a little <laughs> elevated platform. Yeah, elevated. even crazy. Yeah, like, what, you going to clown that shit, too? Like, fuck, like. I don't know, man. Shit is weird. They just fucked it up. Like you wasn't supposed to even be out there with COVID. Then who the fuck bring a ten-year-old to a fucking concert like that? That's no, one thing I was COVID. trying to say, but I didn't want to say it. Like, like that's, it's fucking COVID. I can under, like I can understand that you know that falls into his fan like age range right that's that's cool that's cool but it's still but COVID, you don't like. get to go to the concert like, i'm sorry like you know call me like a, a, a curmudgeon call call me a strict parent whatever you meant but i'm sorry the, uh, no you don't get to go to the travis scott concert at 10 years old at 12 years old probably at 14 15 16 you know you, you can go when you turn 18 sure <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you, you know but like I, there's there's decisions and that's that's without um you know that that is without covid you know that's just yeah. in, in a concert setting yeah that was a good idea man especially in a festival setting it's not a concert like oh this is our seats it's a festival like you just up you know what I'm saying? You just moving around. It's not like these are assigned seats. We're hunting, sit here, son. Let's watch this concert. No, you just basically in a fucking crowd, a mosh pit. Yeah, that was the word, a mosh pit. <laughs> a mosh pit. That was you. That was basically what you in, and that's what fucking happens with crowds, man. I'm pretty sure fights done broke out like because you know my fuck start pushing you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Start swinging like hell, motherfucker! No, nothing good nothing. happens in a mosh pit. No, except for you get fucked up. <laughs> Come home with some bruised ribs, black guy. But some people think that shit type of shit is fun though. Like, I guess at a certain age, I never really thought that was fun though. Because first of all, I don't like nobody just push me, bro. Like, no. <laughs> if I got to knock out 10 people just to get back to where the fuck I was at it's going to have to happen that way because no way you're just going to push me and just 
basically like a fucking, you know, like you in the beach, you in the ocean, and you jump a wave, and that wave strong as fuck, and they just move your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that shit look like. That's the same thing that happened with the uh, at a at a festival. Like I've only been to one festival, and it was the uh, it was uh, Lollapalooza in uh, Chicago, and that was a three day festival and. You know, I mean, it was it wasn't in like a stadium. It was in a big ass park. And it went off without a hitch. I mean, you know, like it was a ton of people, but um, it was also a ton of space. You know what I mean? So you may have like one point where one concert a day, the main, main concert at night, you know, and it was like the electronica stage. So people was going ape shit. <laughs> but I also being who I am, shit, I stayed in the back <laughs> just in case. Yeah, right, right. I'm going to play the back. I'm going I'm to I'm play back here. And, and the music is just as loud. You know I, was about to say, I can like, hear it. I can. I yeah, can hear like it, it's it's just fine, and I get a better view anyway because I get to see all these people going crazy. Like it was fun, but um, I wouldn't want to be right up at front at the stage. No, that's that's not a. Uh, maybe I'm uh, I'm chicken, but uh, no, nah, I'm good on that one. Um, so you know that that uh story is going to be a story for a while um you know that there's it's going to going to be an investigation there's going to be lawsuits um like you said people are already trying to cancel uh uh travis so um <laughs> you know you know what you know what i think I thank God that I didn't make it to be a celebrity or whatever, because I'd be a one canceled ass motherfucker. <laughs> I, I mean, because because it's like now you just cancel the folks just to be canceling the folks now. I'd be one canceled ass motherfucker. Well, God, you know, I knew he knew. Part of this is though, like, because how do you cancel someone for throwing an event? that you know like these folks and i'm you know to a certain extent that there's a ton of quote-unquote victims here in a crowd of fifty thousand, right but these folks took it upon themselves to basically stampede the stage to get closer and closer and closer so you know, like there has to be some recognition of, um, you know, sort of autonomy here, like, you know, personal responsibility, accountability. You don't, you don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, and I think part of it maybe is COVID where people are like, shit, I ain't been out the house in 18 months. I'm about to get loose. You know what I mean? And, and start just, acting like they ain't never been nowhere before and given the age range most some of these people probably haven't ever been nowhere before ain't never been to a fucking festival before ain't never saw travis scott live before so they like oh shit 
this is amazing. Ah, I'm high off, off of Molly, high off of this. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I feel good. I feel good. And then they just felt too good. And but to to cancel, to try to cancel people over this, um, to me, you know, I mean, it, it, the same people who was in that crowd are going to be the same people continuing to listen to uh, <laughs> Travis Scott's music. <laughs> right. Not dude. Like, dude is big. Like, I personally don't really rock with him like that, but he's one of the biggest pop stars, rap stars there is right now. Yeah. Like, he got all type of endorsements. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's one yeah. of the, the top guys when it comes to that. You know what I'm saying? But people... I don't know, man. He was treating Travis Scott like he was Michael Jackson, though. Like you ever watched Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where they start passing out and yeah, shit. Passing. They gotta carry the people who passed out, like sort of body surf them to the back of the crowd. Yeah, the yeah that's um, how he was treating Travis yeah, Scott. Yeah, no, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have given him that, um, you know, <laughs> reaction. But hey, you know, the, to to each their own. I'm that's that's not how I would react to see, to a Travis Scott concert. <laughs> treat my man like he was MJ. Yeah, that ass. I mean, that that just tell you that it's COVID, bro. It ain't. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, he happy he's to be not, out the uh out the he's house. Not, he's not like that to us, but to them, yeah. Because I could see it. Because he yeah. get. I mean, he's like. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. To them, but to us, it's like just you ain't right. Right. <laughs> You, you little Travis. <laughs> yeah, you little Travis Scott. You don't write your own shit, nigga. I ain't going to that shit. Be that shit. <laughs> See, but that's, that's getting into a whole nother. I don't even want to go down that road. But uh, I'll, I'll just say quickly that that's a difference. Whereas when we were kids, if you didn't write your own shit, you were automatically like, you know, lose confidence, lose credibility, yeah, especially right? Especially a rapper, like a yeah. rapper, like, oh, you don't write your own shit, nigga. No, nigga, you won't yeah. rap for real. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're not a poet, bro. You just, you, you, you just uh, reading somebody else's shit. Yeah, you reading off a pamphlet, nigga. Nah, you good. <laughs> so, um, let's switch gears a bit. And um, we're going to take it to politics and (laughs) the infrastructure bill that has been uh, sort of outstanding um, in, uh, in the House of Representatives for months now. Uh, so um, it's a one trillion dollar infrastructure bill that was originally passed in the Senate and uh, the House of Representatives, it was sent over to the House for them to review and vote on it. Um, the progressives in the House um, did not want to vote on this bill. They wanted to do a tandem vote. So basically the only way that they would vote on this uh uh, infrastructure bill was if the Build Back Better, which is uh, was the uh, 3.75 trillion, and then or 3.5 trillion, and now it's been paired back to 1.75 trillion dollar um, bills. If they voted on both of them at the same time, and that was to ensure that 
the second bill, the um, the Build Back Better bill, um, was actually voted on in the Senate and passed the Senate. So um, after months of just going back and forth, you know, yada yada yada, blah blah blah, they, the political sausage making, which is not pretty, um, got out, and and you know, people were seeing it um, in uh, their everyday lives. Uh, the House <clears throat> finally passed the um, the uh, uh, infrastructure bill. So what is in the bill? So it puts $550 billion in new funding into transportation, broadband, and uh, utilities. Um, it passed by a vote of 228 to 206 so it it can be called um bipartisan uh, if you will there were a few um a, a few uh, uh republicans who uh voted for it um but basically this is the largest investment in infrastructure and really jobs, because that's that's what infrastructure bills tend to come down to is, you know, it's money for roads, bridges, um, utility, broadband. Well, you need jobs, you need people to pave the roads, to uh, fix the bridges, build the bridges, to, uh, you know, put up the towers for broadband, so on and so forth. So, um, you know, it's um, a, a, a jobs bill that will get more people to work, um, you know, upgrading, like I said, roads, bridges, ports, other key infrastructure assets, whatever the hell that means. Um, you know, um, this is a win, if you will, um, for really everybody, the, because, you know, even though Republicans say they don't like spending, um, which we know is a lie, um, they just don't like spending on poor people. Um, there you go. The this bill, they can the, those who actually voted to pass it can go back to their you know constituents and say, hey, look, you know, we passed this infrastructure bill, which is going to go directly to, and this is sort of the, the the stuff that people look at as far as well. Politicians don't do shit. Well how can I say the politician is doing shit when, you know, the bridge that I go across every day, I got to pray that I make it to the other side or, you know what I mean? So this is stuff that is like concrete, literally concrete, but also like, you know, tangible um, that both sides can say, Hey, look, we passed this bill. We're putting people to work and you're going to get be, have a better life for it. So um, I'll just, opened up for your thoughts on on this uh sort of historic um bill sort of historic is a good way to put it i mean it's putting money back into you know the infrastructure which is something we haven't done in years i know we always talk about potholes and bridges but you know, it's something that needs to be done, but what I do find interesting is the squad voted against it, and uh, they tried, I guess, in a sense, to 
make sure the build back better portion gets passed but we're gonna have to wait and see for that one i don't really see how they're gonna pass it but or if it'll get brought up uh, i was always taught never trust a politician at his word so it's gonna be interesting I'm just trying to figure out how we go from being broke to having $1.2 trillion. <laughs> and from, oh, no, we running out of money. It's over to, yeah, we're going to throw a trillion on it, drop a trillion on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the government plays too many motherfucking games, though. How we go from, <laughs> yo, we still got, see, that's why I understand why China and everybody be mad, because we owe them, but we still just dropping trillions on shit. Like, why we playing with their money? Like, <laughs> yeah, oh y'all, but uh, we're gonna drop a trillion on this, you know what I'm saying? Just you gonna have to keep that IOU in your pocket. You know, this shit is crazy, man. Um, but yeah, the bill that definitely helps because because these potholes are getting out of hand. Um, <laughs> like yeah, like like a couple bridges. Sometimes I'd be on the bridge, like, oh, shit, I've been pleased. Let us make it to the <laughs> to the to the opposite end of this bridge safely because. A lot of stuff ain't right, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the po- most politicians don't really care about that bill because, you know, they neighborhoods, there ain't no potholes that, that is fucked up your front end of your car, though you will line it off. It ain't nothing like that. So they good. They mozzie's going to be nice. <laughs> yeah. So you come to the hood, come to the ghetto where, where the poor people like, yo, there's some potholes out here that. That's when I go to the center of the earth and you hit the motherfucker. <laughs> you hit that, it's over. Like you going straight to the center of the earth. Like you falling right through. And that needed to be done. Needed to be done a long time ago, but I'm glad it's Ex- done. Exactly. I mean, if if it see, so you know, the, the lifespan and you know, this is the largest um infusion of money for infrastructure since the 1960s. And which is crazy there it's it's actually like it, it's insanity because the lifespan of <laughs> how good it's supposed infrastructure to be is about 50 years mm-hmm. it's about 50 years so we've been and 10 years ago the average grade of our you know interstate highway system our bridges like the average grade on you know like the, a grading scale of a to f was around a D. So, you know, this bill, like, if they needed to, um, you know, pick up and pick up the cushion of every couch in Congress to find the pennies to pay for this, (laughs) that's what they needed to fucking do. Um, Because, you know, um, for the the new spending um, in this bill, it's for roads, bridges, and major projects, 110 billion for passenger and freight rail at 66 billion for broadband internet and infrastructure it's uh, 65 billion for um, water infrastructure which includes eliminating lead pipes that you know hello flint um, that's 55 billion um, public transit 39.2 billion electrical grid improvements 73 billion um, resiliency which uh, you know think about um flood and wildlife mitigation, weatherization, cybersecurity, 47.2 billion, electric vehicle chargers, 7.5 billion, cleaning up polluted sites, hmm, 
reclaiming uh, abandoned mines, plugging oil and gas wells, 21 billion, electric school buses, 7.5 billion, um, reconnecting uh, inner city neighborhoods. Now this one, it's not a lot of money, well, relatively not a lot of money, but, um, you know, reconnecting inner city neighborhoods that were divided by freeways or other transportation lines. Because remember, recall when the interstate highway system was built, they built it right through the middle of Black America. They eminent domain neighborhoods and built the, the shit literally right through the middle of uh, uh, Black American neighborhoods. So all that's across the country. <laughs> all across the country. You can go to anywhere there's an interstate yes. highway. You can find not too far away a Black neighborhood that was um, uh, uh, split in half, maybe even more than that, split in quarters and separated, divided uh, in order to make the highway system uh, work. So only $1 billion went into that though. Um, airport maintenance and improvements, 25 billion. Port and waterway improvements, 17 billion. Um, now, um, where does financing come from for this? <laughs> Uh, new financing would be uh, so applying information reporting requirements to cryptocurrency. That's $28 billion. Reinstating Superfund fees is $14.5 billion. The rest of it is basically existing uh, funding that has been reapportioned. Uh, so, you know, I mean, like, this is not insignificant. It is a, and this is spending that is taking place over. Uh, a 10 year span. So it's $1 trillion over that 10 year span. It's $100 billion a year. So, um, you know, that's, that's decent money. And that's money that will be uh, lead to jobs, union jobs, most likely. Um, and it's going to be, um, you know, it, it'll, we're still far behind, you know, China, Japan, Germany, um, pretty much every um, industrialized nation, say, even the UK, throw them in there too. Um, pretty much every, you know, uh, quote unquote, advanced nation, we're we're behind in Korea. Uh, got some nice parts that are making niggas say, "This is nice. We don't yeah, have yeah. this." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. Ooh. You, 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 if if I were to t put you in front of a map, blindfold you, and have you throw a dart, there would wherever it hit you'd probably say that there's parts of that nation that is in far better shape than parts of america so um you know we we need this bill um we also though need the flip side of this bill or, or the the corollary to this bill which is the social spending bill the build back better bill which you know has a ton of um necessary uh, measures in it to help improve the everyday lives of Americans. So um, I am glad that the uh, squad, the the progressives, um, stood firm and and said no, we're not voting for this unless the uh, the Build Back Better bill comes uh, with it. Um, but I am also glad that it passed um, because uh, folks have a real um, chip to uh to take back to their um their districts 
Well, and this is something else too. Like it, it came too late. Like it came a week too late. It could have definitely <laughs> helped in the political race that was what last week. <laughs> Literally yeah. about you know six days ago. So you know that's one thing. Democrats always get the timing wrong, and they just I, they they drop the ball for real, but the the republicans are also gonna do what they do good they're gonna take it and say look what we got you we got you this amount of money for this road that you hate you know they're gonna take credit for yeah so yeah now i have to say that yes i i don't think that the would it have helped yes but um I think that the Virginia Democrats ran the wrong candidate in Terry McAuliffe, like, and his entire campaign was, well, you know, Glenn Youngkin is uh, Trump Jr. You know, he's, he's, he's going to be Trump. And people were looking at Glenn Youngkin, you know, in his sweater vest and lattes and him being a, um, you know, a, a, a venture capitalist, a private equity firm CEO, like it, it, like oh, well, he doesn't seem very Trumpian. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna we're 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 gonna vote for him. And you know, um, Terry McAuliffe had one of the bigger political gaffes uh, of the political season by saying, uh, you know, like I'm paraphrasing here, but basically, you know. Um, parents shouldn't make all of the decisions for their kids' education. Like, you know, that's basically what he said, which in this atmosphere where parents have been stuck at home with their kids for COVID, um, you know, like, and they want their kids to be back in school. And that that was just the wrong thing to say in a debate that was less than a month um away from the uh uh, election you know what he wanted to say was i don't think parents should be able to ban books such as beloved (laughs) from schools (laughs) like you know just because you don't like the book doesn't mean that it's not um worth exploring in an academic um environment you know like crt is not being taught in virginia anywhere but um, you know, that's just a blanket word for, um, you know, anything that is that we don't like. <laughs> Are they going to cut out the diarrhea and Frank? <laughs> Probably. No, they, they're going to they're going to replace it with uh, Atlas Shrugged. Just Jesus. God. Yeah. Damn. You know, Ayn Rand, who, uh, you know, for all of her individual thinking, uh, died on uh, Medicaid. Um, <laughs> so you know, look, look. Um, we'll we'll keep an eye on the the Build Back Better bill. This is a win for not uh, like you know. F- largely, I could give a fuck if it's a win for Republicans or Democrats. Um, is it a win, win for, for the, the people. American people? Absolutely. You know um, now. 
who get these contracts. That's the that's the you know you already know who getting the contracts. That's the nitty gritty. Um, it won't be no well. It'll be ten percent for us. Yeah, I was going to say it'll be a small percentage uh, for Negro, Latino, women-owned firms. Um, and they'll be a part of the system. 8% of that will be a part of the system already. So, yeah. So, like, you know, if if you are in this um, in this field, you know, in, 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 if you own a company that is... <laughs> Um, working within any of these areas, construction or whatever, um, you know, start getting your ducks in a, in a row um, so that when the time comes in the state, you know, because that's typically how this this comes down is it goes from the feds to the state and then the state um, applies uh, the, the actual funding on their roads, bridges, whatever, um, that you can be in line to, to get some of this funding and, and, you know, help your business flourish. Yeah. This will come down to the bidding word though. Who's going to do it for the cheapest. Exactly. It always does. Always does. Um, so, you know, we go from, um, what is a fairly, you know, positive story to, uh, one that is a bit of a head scratcher. Um, it's been out here for a while, right? But um, uh, we we've been meaning to get to it, but we've just had other <laughs> other stories that um, you know have have caught our attention. But we we we're circling back to it. Um, this is uh, uh, Kyle Beach, who. Uh, in 2010, when he was 20 years old, um, <laughs> was allegedly <laughs> sexually assaulted by um, one of his coaches. Um, so, like I said, this happened in, in um, 2010. And at the time, Kyle Beach was um, a, a, a prospect player. You know, um, he was a, a young player who could have been basically like the version, it's the NHL's version of the minor leagues for baseball, where he could have been called up to uh, play. Um, but so now Brad Aldridge, um, is the coach. He was a video coach. Um, and at the time, well, I think what makes this, um, so sort of disturbing is that it, it's not as if, um, Mr. Beach did not make this known in the moment, you know, like so, so often with these stories, you, you see where folks just sort of hold it in for years. And then, um, you know, 10, 12, 13 years later, they, uh, Listen up, I got a story to tell. Right. Exactly. That's not the case here. Um, Mr. Beach 
um, went up the food chain uh, of the Chicago Blackhawks uh, and was basically ignored. Um, the I don't know. I, I believe um, well. The, his former head coach recently resigned from his current job. I believe it was uh, in Tampa Bay or somewhere down there. Um, but the uh, the uh, uh, NHL performed a uh, investigation and fined the Blackhawks $2 million for what the league described as the organization's inadequate internal procedures and insufficient and untimely response. So, you know, they basically um, did nothing <laughs> because you may recall, I believe this they was were chasing a chip. Yeah, this was right around the time that the Blackhawks was like on fire as an organization. And, you know, they didn't want to rock their own boat. So uh, they just let it be, which is pretty sad, right? <laughs> um, but uh, what happened? Just put some ice on it. We're trying to win a chip. Right, right. <laughs> Right. You all right, man. People be sexually molested every day, B. You all right. <laughs> and what's funny is that, you know, this is a whole new regime right now for the Blackhawks that is in power. So, you know, like, yeah, I mean, other than I believe it's, it's the same owner. But, um, you know, as far as like the general manager, the head coach, the coaching staff, all that's changed over. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like okay they apologize for what the last people did Go ahead. didn't aldridge get caught with somebody else though and that's what one of the reasons he it resurfaced so um i believe that he um also made advances at an intern yeah, somebody who wasn't old enough. Yeah, um, it was he. So he made unwanted sexual advances to a Blackhawks intern um, before he was fired by the club. Um, but the investigation showed that. Um, no one that that no one that beach went to went to hr and informed them um and it violated their own sexual assault policy that they had in, in effect at the time and uh, <laughs> you know like from may 23rd through June 14th of 2010, they sat on it basically. Which, oh. you know, <clears throat> is just terrible. 
you know, we, everybody needs to go back to 2010, 2012, that time period and erase whatever emails they have because this shit getting everybody. <laughs> that that 10 year span, boy, when when the world changed, <laughs> everything is uh on its head. Um you know, this I I see this as um you know, like it's it's sad because um now he's playing in Germany. And I wonder, you know, did his NHL career get cut short? Well, actually get cut short before it even really started because it's not even just that, like it it affected him, obviously. Like if you look at the interview he did, he was talking about being married and having kids and it's still messing with him. So like fuck fuck just the career, like that's a grown man that got raped. Like it's a a mental side to that. That's worse than jail. Yeah. That's you know the fact that he got raped without a gun or a knife, like he threatened with a baseball bat, like (laughs) Like, you wanted to swing that bitch. That also shows the power that it's it's a power dynamic. It's not necessarily the threat of violence, right? It's it's the the power that that person can have over anything. I mean, it could be physical power over you, it could be um, you know, power over the trajectory that your career takes, you know, like same thing with Harvey Weinstein. I mean, like that man was see, walking, in, walking with a cane for the last 15 years, but he was still getting his rocks off. Here's the thing, though, like like he got raped and got raped because he got raped physically, then got raped out of his career. Yeah. 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 You know, and and Dion, I see the uh, for what you're referring to with uh, Aldridge. Um, he worked at a, a high school in Michigan, where he was arrested and pleaded guilty to fourth degree criminal sexual conduct with a minor in uh, 2013. You know, just going around doing what he wanted. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, one of the things that um, Beach said was um, when they won the, the Stanley Cup, you know, um, to see Aldridge parading around, right, at the parade, at the team pictures, at the celebrations, he said, it made me feel like nothing. It made me feel like I didn't exist. It made me feel like that I wasn't important and it made me feel like he was in the right and I was in the wrong, which is, you know, just sort of, that's a terrible response by um, the Blackhawks. Terrible response. And I, 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 I hope that, you know, 10 years on all organizations uh sports business you know uh, recreation (laughs) that all organizations are in a better place to deal with this properly to um, treat these allegations seriously enough to to have a thorough investigation um because this is why folks 
for you know decades um haven't reported this type of misconduct because it went nowhere yeah it's fucked up man a grown man basically probably let it happen because he thought uh, he ain't got no other fucking choice situation yeah. that he's in now he's older and it's like it's like a nightmare now like you know what I'm saying and that he's living that and the fact that he reported it and the motherfuckers was like, yeah, but we on fire right now, son. So you just gonna have to chill out. And since he reported it, his career went down the drain. Like, come on now, like you can't. This is probably the worst. Like we, we talk about football and basketball organizations. I think that was probably, this is probably one of the worst things. Cause like, not only did it happen to one of your players or prospects, he told you, you just told him, what you talking about, Willis? Yeah, basically, Sh- suck it up, Sally. Yeah, like, <laughs> shut up and, and skate. That's what he told that man. Shut up and skate. <laughs> he told that man to shut up and skate. No, they told him. Like, yeah, like, mm. hey, hey, they raped me. He raped me. He did me wrong. Okay, did he use lube or no? Because why are you in my face? Like we on fucking fire right now. You about to fuck it up. That, that was basically what they told that kid, bro. That's now who have came back and shot up the whole fucking organization, y'all would have been like, why you do that for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good old American way. <laughs> Shit crazy, bro. Did they even win it that year? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I'd have as soon as they'd have been celebrating, I'd have run out there and just just opened up on their ass. Pause. <laughs> I thought you was going to say you was just going to come out there and be like, "He raped me." <laughs> Shoot the block up. Hell yeah, man! Fuck, cause how? Cause like, bro, like, all right, you did this shit to me. One, that shit is embarrassing, nigga. Two, mentally, you always want to be scarred for life. Three, you did the right thing by... T- hey, he out here raping, folks. Okay, yeah. what's the problem, nigga? We about to win. Like, the fuck? Yeah, like, just like, hey, pipe down. We, we, yeah. It's a team meeting going on over here. Pipe down. We got to figure out how to beat the uh, uh, fucking St. Louis Blues or whoever. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it happened, but you all right though? Go out there and skate, nigga. That's <laughs> what they told that man. That's fucked up. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. That's that's just uh, you know, and, and but it's also indicative of um sort of what like you said, Dion said everybody need to clean out them emails, but like it, it's it's that's the way it was treated, you know. So um, What's going on with these with these Indian name teams, man? The the, the Washington Redskins are formerly known as the Washington Redskins and the fucking Blackhawks. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, uh, maybe it's maybe there's a correlation between not giving a fuck about what a a, a, a group of uh, people think and treating your employees like shit. Maybe there's there's some you know some correlation there between 
uh, having uh, a racially derogatory um, name and not giving a fuck that your employees are being um, exploited. Anally raped. Yeah. You know, know, uh, this is just the uh, story that kind of makes you feel icky. You know, know, it's like, like, dude, this is just, you know, you don't. And I mean, maybe these stories have always been there. They just haven't been reported. They haven't been, um, you know, like uh, investigated and and whatnot, because you think about Sandusky um, and Penn State, you know, um, so we're in a new age, you know, and um, people need to continue to come forward. Um, organizations need to continue to get better at investigating these. And, um, you know, that's the only way that um, this will, will change. You know, sunlight is the best disinfectant. Um. I hope something happens. It's just one of them things like, you know, they're, they're running a mile a minute. It's a rapist around every corner, it seems. And is, is something really going to happen? Like, is something really going to happen? Um, I mean, the only thing that they lost their jobs, those are the people that need to be canceled. Like, and, and right. <laughs> but outside of that, like, I hope they are really going to be canceled. Like, they lost their jobs, what, 10 years later, 12 years later, after they made $13 million. That's about to retire anyway. Right. Yeah, I mean, and even with the the Aldridge uh, fella, you know, he was a lot, He was given the, the playoff bonus. He was given his, uh, you know, severance pay. And his name was engraved on the uh, the Stanley Cup, so they put know. an X over it. <laughs> yeah, I mean now, but you know, <laughs> like at the time, it was just you know here we're going to keep this hush hush. You have an option: we can investigate or you can resign. Oh, I'll resign. Oh, and on your way out, here's your severance. Here's your playoff bonus, and we're going to put your name on the the cup with ours. Alrighty, have a nice life. Yeah. But yeah, a young black man taking some cash to play college football is fucking look, look <laughs> yeah. down though, yeah. frowned upon. Just like you said, yeah, yeah. That's that's where uh, that's the society that we uh, function in, my friend. Alrighty, um, I think we have uh, reached the end of today's topics. As always, remember to like, follow, subscribe, uh, send us to your friends, your fathers, your mothers, your kids, everybody uh, spread this podcast about um, make us pop because uh, we, we, we do it for y'all. On that note, peace out.